All right, welcome in. Happy Hump Day. Uh, this is the Dean Corp Podcast. I'm Corp. I'm Dean. And today I think we're talking a little politics. Yeah, also brought to you by outside. Outside, <laughs> it's way nicer than a basement. <laughs> you should try some. Yeah, outside is definitely some good stuff. But before we get into the, the main topic, let's uh, let's talk about something a little, little new. Uh, shit that freaks you out. Yeah, that's going to be a new little thing we're going to do at the start of every episode every week. We're going to talk about uh, shit that freaks us out. Or shit that freaks me out. We'll figure out the name of it all the way. Um, you want to start? What's freaking you out this week? Bro? Well, I think uh, I think we're probably on the same page when it comes to what we saw last night. <sighs> the, and, and in regards to that, that's the, uh, the 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 2020 presidential debate. Yeah, yeah, that was. Um, I think that was going to end up being the topic of it anyway. So our first shit, what shit that freaks me out segment is just going to be what our episode's probably going to be about. And uh, it's just so fresh in the mind that two grown men that lead the country. In, in many ways, and the way they represented themselves, their parties, and the rest of the country to the world was disappointing, to say the least. It made me really, I'm going to forever notice not cutting people off in the middle of them talking, I'll tell you that, because that's going to become a verb for me. You're trumping somebody, yeah. like, and not in a good way. Yeah. Like, you're, you know, you, you cut me off in the middle, I'm going to tell you you're trumping me. That was insane. It was it was obnoxious, and I don't think he necessarily even needed to do that. No, and that's what everyone, some of my guy friends and colleagues said to me was, "Oh, that's his strategy." Well, I was like, "Well, his strategy is bad because Biden might just mess it up himself." So, but the strategy of being an arrogant moron—that's a real strategy. I mean, I've had my fair share of odd strategies that have worked in the past. So. I, I guess I, I all I heard last night from both candidates, who I like right now. If I could vote for Mickey Mouse and have him actually be elected, oh yeah, God, his policy would be so much better. Like, I, I could never trust either of these two people to lead my country. I've never been at such a point in my life where I feel like I don't want to take part in the democratic system. Like, I voted, I voted every year since I could vote. Yeah, I, I was, don't, I don't want to vote for either of these people. I don't I, like either of these people. I felt that way last or last four years ago when this yeah. happened, and a lot of weird things were said about. Basically, Hillary not winning it because she's a woman, and that's strictly like the only reason yeah, why she like, couldn't win the the women vote was because she was a woman. Yeah, she couldn't win. I, I that the, the the reasons why they said she couldn't make it, and her being a woman, I don't think one had to do with the other. I think you know maybe it did. Maybe there are some guys out there so shallow. No, maybe I mean, some it was women, women out there. In so my life, like adult women, that said, I will not vote for a woman. Yeah, woman to be my president. <laughs> oh, can't beat that. You know, <laughs> like they know. <laughs> like it, it's so hard to talk about too. Because, okay, so politics is another dance, right? We did the religious dance last yeah. week or a week and a half ago. We're going to do the politics dance today. And I don't want to, like, speak too much out of passion on something that's so serious because sometimes my opinions change, man. When it comes to politics, I like to call – I like to say I'm rational and objective and I don't belong to a party. Like, I have opinions on everything. So something that I use in football, fantasy football, is they call it stay fluid. Yeah. The fluid can go in any container and it'll take that shape. Yep. And so when you stay fluid, you have to you have to you have to roll with the punches. You have to yeah. make the moves on the fly. And sometimes you get a you get handed a piece of information and yeah. it changes everything or it opens a door or yeah. it closes a door. Yeah. And this information that we're seeing now is two men debate. And it's just like really Was that a debate? Could you call it that? Oh, I, I don't I, have very much experience watching debates, but I wouldn't say that's a debate. I put myself back in for a second last night when I was watching that. I asked myself when I took high school debate class. I was like, when you have two parties talking about a subject and they're trying to actually hammer out like come to a conclusion and one person's trying to win 
the argument over the other in a in a in a refined way on stage in front of people what they did last night was the equivalent of what you texted me and sounded the best it's two drunk people getting into an argument they sounded like i mean i've been a bartender for a decade yeah i've seen this before you said that and it put me right behind the bar and i was like ah, oh, i remember this father and son this mother and daughter <laughs> this, cut off <laughs> this family like you just you can't drink anymore sorry yeah. you guys don't know how to have conversation it it was ridiculous they made what i have so many different opinions and so many facets of it so i'll try to stay one tracked when i say it but like what it made me feel more than anything was disgraced and ashamed to be American and to be represented by these two fucking morons. Like I, I, I cannot stress enough how much I'm disappointed that our system got us to this point. I can't stress how much I'm disappointed that they got to the points they got to in their careers. How did we let these two get through the cracks? Two people out of 450 million people and we got these fucking jamokes? Like, are you kidding me? Like, one guy so politically corrupt and so demented, he doesn't... He was like, it was 10%, 12%, I mean, 14, 15, 17% of the people. And I was like, well, one. Which one is it? Well, they needed 10 million, 100 million, one, 10 billion dollars for that project. And I was like, do you even know what you're talking about? No, like, you have an earpiece saying that he was getting this information they were trying to correct him. Yeah, like, like, no, Joe. And then... No. And then then Chris Ballas goes, Mr. Biden, that's actually not the question I was asking you about. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, where are you, Joe? Or you're, you're 78 years old. My grandfather is 82 years old. You're six years younger than my grandfather. And my grandfather has more cognitive ability than you. Like, I, I'm really, uh, there, I could say I saw, a whole other thing about the age thing. That, like, okay, 78, Biden got elected in the office. Yep. And it said a whole bunch of stuff. And then like, 2020 what's the difference like what took so long for now now you're gonna make the change mm -hmm. and it's just like oh you know and then i also watched a video on how trump has been planning this since he is like early 20s yeah to, to run for president and, and stuff like that but like Maybe. you make those decisions i mean he was on oprah he did some other yeah, talk shows i mean where he was like if i went run i'm gonna win he's being a like cocky trump yeah for but, sure but when you watch them them talk and it's just like the conversation I feel like I would have with either gentleman in a closed room with no cameras, I feel it could be very mature, very educated. I could be, I could learn something from them. I don't know them personally, but how they are shown and what they showed last night, it, it, it's, it's, it sucks because the people that they're representing, that's like the, well, okay. So maybe the president doesn't make all decisions, but like the Republican party and the, 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 the uh, democratic democratic party voted them to be, where they are so they, they chose them to be their spokesperson it, it so how many more people are at fault than just those two yeah like the the parties had to put these people in power what's joe biden start off with in the first five minutes i am the democratic party he pointed at his chest said i am the democratic party then 20 minutes later was asked well if you're the democratic party why didn't you tell these governors to blank blank and he's like well i have no power so you're like, yeah. like I was like, are you the Democratic Party then? Yeah. I understand that he's in the position to be elected. I don't know why. 23 candidates. I would have taken Tulsi. I would have taken Yang. I almost would have taken Bernie. I like I'd have this thing where I really think that the cutoff there's two big things I'd love to see in my age to prefix what I'm about to say. 
I would love to see term limits for senators and congressmen. Yes, I don't know why we don't have that. Oh, be, well, mean, I know. Why. Yeah, I mean, I know if exactly. I'm a senator, yeah. you're a senator. Like, buddy, we're staying <laughs> fucking. Yeah, we're senators, man. Like, let, let's life. keep it that way, bro. For like, we, we get all this power. We get to make the decisions. We get to be on the committee. Committees, our votes matter. You know what? You like, know what? I need a pay raise. Yeah, like you need a pay raise. Let's put that shit in. Let's call up Jack and John and Jill and be like, hey, you guys need to vote on this hey, next you know one. So we can all get raised. You know what? There's a big vote coming. I think we should wait. And we should postpone. Let's go on vacation for three months. Yeah, and then we'll come back, and then we'll start all over. Yeah, and then we'll get the we'll get the process started over again. Everyone will forget about this bill that was supposed to help all of America, and then we'll just move on to the yeah. next thing. The second thing, aside from term limits, age limits. I'm sorry if the national retire. Well, there is a, there's a minimum age. There should be a maximum. maximum. It makes perfect sense to me. There are young people that are too young to to do stuff, and there are old people that can't drive. They can't. They they don't get they go they have old folks home for a reason. I, what's the average age of someone in an old folks home? Oh, I don't know, seventy four <laughs> and seventy eight maybe. Yeah. Like, are you are you kidding me? These two guys are so out of touch with reality that they would have that conversation in front of all of America watching. One of the second most important election of our lifetime, next to the first time he got elected, and now they're gonna sit here and put like. What did they go up there and tell Joe Biden? Just crack the whip, try to be an asshole. Just shut up, man. No, he was getting like, frustrated. Like, yeah, like I was getting frustrated because I couldn't hear either what, what either one was saying. I it get was it. Frustrating. I like, mean, you, Chris Wallace spent a good three minutes, Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President, and like over and over and over. Now, if he wasn't the president, I think he would have been more stern. Like he raised his voice more. He he caught himself raising his voice, and he, and he even said it out loud. He's like, "I'm sorry, I raised my voice." Yeah, like, like he apologized because he has respect for the office, and, and and I think he has respect for for both candidates. Not, I don't yeah. want to discount that. But like, how do you how do you get someone to stop talking? There's a there's a TV show on ESPN. It's called Around the Horn. Yeah, and they have a, a mute button. <laughs> yeah, but they're on TVs and stuff like that. But still, it's like we could have easily done the social distancing, had a mute button, and we would have uh, we would have at least been able to hear a, a finished sentence. Because I don't know, I don't know how many numbers Biden can say in a row consecutively without you know. Before I was like, okay, I, you lost me. Yeah, he got lost in his own conversations, man. I'm I'm sitting here like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not a politician, and I I can't pretend to like think I can just like speak in front of large crowds. Yeah, but, you know, the biggest crowd ever. Yeah, but like, know the facts. Yeah, like if you know but, it, you know. But they're it. both slinging facts that they're making up on the fly. Cause yeah. I got like 40 million, 50, 70 million, a hundred thousand <laughs> constituents who know all of these things that I was like, you said five numbers before you made it yeah. to your final one. And they grew everyone. So like, are you making these facts up on the fly? I, okay. So there's all my issues. A lot of my issues with Joe Biden, dementia, clearly. Like, I mean, the guy is not cognitive, like maybe not dementia. Maybe that's too harsh. Thing to think, yeah, but, but he's in, he is in brain decline he is at the end of his life his brain is slowing down his body is slowing down i'm sorry that is what happens to human beings try to argue it with me because we all die right well i mean think about it like <laughs> this uh they i was listening to the joe rogan podcast earlier today on my commute and uh the gentleman he had on there was just like well biden sounds like he's at that point in his life where he starts to forget stuff so he chooses to get angry yeah and fight with how long it takes him to, to figure out what he wanted to say yeah and so he just chooses to get angry because that's what old people do yeah it's an old guy move but do we need that guy representing our country do we need that guy representing us like to ourselves and all of the constituents around do we need him making decisions a guy who can't remember yeah you could pay all these people to be around you but at the end of the day you're the president 
of the United States. I need good blood, fresh blood, people who are fluid, rational, and objective thinkers. I want scientists. I want people who have gone to school and studied. I want, my dad always said growing up, the president should be the smartest man in the room. For our last five presidents, I don't feel that that's been, I feel like it's all been showboating, even Obama, because Obama got bought out in year two. He went from like change America, you know, hope that's the campaign. We're going to do all of this great stuff. We're going to get in there. We're going to change things. Well, year two of a eight year. Right. And he got bought out instantly. Because he wanted to be reelected. Yeah. It was I mean, more important oil, to be oil companies and big and big pharma and the NRA and big war and the military industrial complex consumes anybody that runs through the office of the president. Why, why do we have to have um, a president have two terms? I don't think it's necessary anymore. That's something that, you know, when your population is a third or you know, an eighth, a sixteenth of what it what it is now. Yeah. Like, okay, it makes sense. Yeah. You don't have as many uh people that are worthy to be that. Yeah. But now that we we are like, So you're saying less time. Four years, that's it. You four get years. One, one one term. So that way when they mm-hmm. are doing that term, this part, he's not being a president. He's worried yeah. about being reelected. Yeah. Obama started changing his policies. They we, we would get the full four years out of them. Yeah. You would they would be dedicated for the full time they're in there. Look at the last year of the eight year run is some of the most productivity that um, a president does because that's what they're they're leaving the yeah, country as. Right, people right. are going to remember them most by what they. So they, they want that it. second term more than anything. The, the first term, term is yeah. just about getting in for the second one. Yeah, yeah, that's fuck politics. Then that's, that ruins that's the thought. whole purpose. I mean, think you about know? similar to being in the Senate. Once you're in, you're in. What if I just thought of this? What if we elected a council? Instead, every four years, we elected seven new individuals every four years who check and balance each other. Drop the Senate down to one representative per state. You still drop, have to, you, you still, know, like you or still something. Have I don't to know. Have, what I'm um, you still have to have somebody be the the spokesman, the voice, the the constant. Yeah, you elect one to be the spokesman then. That's well, I it. mean, like someone's got to have the final say. Someone's going to have to have like four out of seven more, vote, more, or, or like what I do in fantasy football. I get 0.5 if it comes down to a tie vote. Yeah. So I get one vote plus a 0.5. So if anything's a tie, my side wins. Okay. So like I know you're saying seven, and it makes sense, but it doesn't always. It's not always going to be. We uh, we choose one child every generation who is raised in the most neutral place possible, who feels nothing towards one side Wonder or the other, woman. and that person is the seventh nice. man always. Yeah. You elect the six, three Republicans, three Democrats. And the seventh man must be a non must be so pure, so pure, never bought out, can't spend money. He has to be a monk. Like, like he has to have nothing to do well, with money and personal. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta well, be a well, monk. Well, if we're talking an actual what could actually happen, <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna I happen. I feel like a four-year term over yeah. the eight-year term yeah. or something. No, you're something. right. And and the fact that there's not term limits on Congress and uh the Senate is it's just, insane. It's just like Mitt Romney. Joe Biden, I mean, uh, Nancy Pelosi, John McCain before he passed away, Bernie Sanders, like these people have been in office longer than I've been alive, man. And what have they done? They've done nothing but not move with ebb and flow. 47 years ago, the main form of communication was the telephone. 20 years ago, it changed to AIM and like internet, Dial dial up, text, present day, 
it, there's 20 forms of main communication. You could FaceTime, you could be on the phone. We could go on Discord and chat, use Ventrilo, Mumble. I can call you from AT&T to Verizon. You, what I'm saying is like the world has changed just in the ways of communication. It's changed in the way we receive information. It's changed in the way that we educate ourselves. The like, safety, the just everything every, from the, the top access, to the bottom. The whole structure of our society has changed, but we're sitting here acting like it's 1970 and we need to do things a certain way. If we don't change with the future, we will become AOL. AOL who? Who? AOL, AOL who? Like America who? America on what? Online? What's the dial-up noise? Yeah. What happened to AOL? Number one internet provider in America to nothing. Not MySpace. Not. Number one social media to nothing. These things refuse to change. And if we refuse to change, history always shows that that will defeat you over everything. We're sitting on the pre- – like China, embrace change. Everything that they buy on their phones now, or everything they buy in markets, anywhere they go, anybody they, anybody they, um, any anybody they share commodity with, it all goes on a QR code, dude. Sorry, I repeated that five times. I was checking something on, no, the, that's on like the computer. The same thing. We yeah, yeah. I needed that. I was like, oh fuck. Yeah, yeah. I was like, is this going out? So, um, but with, uh, China, China is on this amazing curve where they went from 40 years ago living in rice fields extremely impoverished country to now they put up more millions a week than michael jordan put up fucking like points you know what i'm saying like these guys are spitting out money the biggest middle class in the world now economically thriving because why because they have all the manufacturing jobs they have all the opportunity and they're flowing with the world of information they're changing and then the world's changing around that. Exactly. Instead of the opposite way, we're America and by nature, we're reactive. We're yeah. not proactive. No. We don't go and get repairs done for our house. No, we wait till it leaks and then we get the repairs done. Absolutely. We don't go, we change the oil because we're taught to do that. But we don't do any other maintenance with our cars yeah. until something happens and then we get it fixed. Right. We're always fixers. We're right. fixing the problem. We're not yeah. we're not going out of our way to make the problem not even exist altogether. We used to be inventors. We put a man on the moon in 10 years. Out just, of reaction though. You're absolutely right. We put a man on the moon. Why? Why? Because we didn't we want like Russia to do it, it first. We're, we're reactionary and we're petty. Yes, and <laughs> like our ego, our ego will destroy us, bro. America's ego right now. This is, this is the pinnacle in my mind. If in our lifetime, I don't even think we'll ever see anything like this again in our lifetime, unless it just keeps getting crazier. I am assuming crazy is on a bell curve. And we've seen the rise of it and we're either on our way up the curve or we're slowly approaching the peak. And I hope we're slowly approaching the peak because I would love to like raise kids in a world without all this. Like what the fuck is going on? Well, there's, there's a, <laughs> a few things that we can, we can look at and say, okay, well, this is right and wrong. This is right and wrong. And it's simple. And yeah. you should just get it right and stop being wrong. To people. <clears throat> right. It, I mean, it's real simple, but people have been around for 47 years in office those 47 years, they were raised different than people that are raised today. Exactly. That's that's the biggest I point. I was raised with, with all different races in my school the yeah. whole time growing up. I didn't even know race was a problem until I was like old enough to think about it in a different way. Isn't that crazy? Well, you weren't even old enough to think about it in a different way. You started paying attention to what older people right. were saying yeah. around you. They trusted you because you were a little older. Yeah. A white guy would walk up to you and say something stupid about black people. Black people go up to – like it. the race thing in our country becomes a problem the second – we teach it and talking about it at all and teaching your kids any of that it builds this little seed man and it and it grows racism is this thing that is stuck in our country our president last night couldn't even fucking say 
white nationalists are terrorists. He couldn't even say it when they said, Mr. President, that's all we want you to say. Just say it. And he's like, I will, but wait, what about? And he was like, what? You just said I will, but wait. And then never commented on it and never said it again. The president of the United States can't even, the guy said he did more for black people than Abraham Lincoln. Like more than any other president. Oh, I, when I heard Ugh, that, I like, like, but I've heard some commercials with Biden saying the same thing. Yeah, and like and that. it and it's bullshit, and it's all bullshit. Because if they really wanted to do something for black people, they would talk about the actual issues and sit down and actually talk about them and have the hard conversations. And the hard conversations we we've talked about this. I don't know if it was on one of our podcasts or just in person, but taking away fathers out of the black community is a huge, huge yeah. issue. Now, some of it is you know justified you know you do wrong you should you be punished yeah some of it's not no and some of the rules like the marijuana rules if you have a gun and marijuana you go to jail for 60 years yeah that's like that's a crazy thing to not get corrected yeah you just wasted mandatory minimum sentencing thank you bill clinton why is that a thing why why is mandatory minimum sentencing have to be a thing because of the the prison industrial complex all of this comes back to money and this isn't even conspiracy. This is fact. Like if you think I'm being a conspiracy theorist, you can look into the military industrial complex. You can understand that right after they abolished slavery and passed the 13th Amendment, after the Civil War, my apologies, the country comes back to the, together, the Union takes over the Confederacy, and they sign the 13th Amendment saying something to the effect that slavery is absolutely illegal, comma, but unless you're a federal prisoner. So what happened? Police stations all around the country become formed, mostly in the South. Formed for the reason of finding black men who were loitering, rounding them up and incarcerating them in mass and putting right back on the plantations that they came from. That is absolute fact. You can read about it all over just all like over a, a informational textbooks. In my gut when you were saying that. Isn't that terrible, yeah. man? When I found that out, I cried. I'm not even going to lie to you. I was watching a documentary. I recommend anybody who is curious about what slavery and why like why slavery is a systemic problem in our country watch a documentary called 13th it's about the 13th amendment of the constitution how absolutely terrible it was and how it set an entire race of people down a course that they couldn't turn back from you you're talking about something that runs in our country two like 400 years long since the settlers first came and pulled their slaves off with yeah. them like this is this is not a new th th this is not a dead thing in america Chappelle did a, a a thing on YouTube, a little special called Eight Minutes and 47 Seconds. I don't know if you've ever watched that. No, but he it was like right in the middle of COVID. He had like a big outdoor stand-up thing. Okay. But all he did was talk. He didn't even do stand-up comedy. He talked about Floyd, uh, I almost said Floyd Mayweather. George Floyd. Um, and he talked about how his grandmother was born a slave. His grandma. Like that's, that's so recent, man. Like it's so recent. Slavery is 20 years, like abolished 20 years before the car was invented in the early 1900s. Like slavery was abolished right before the, the industrialization of America, which is at the turn of the century. This is not a thing that is gone in the past. This is something that will affect our country for the next 150 years. And I think it is fucking absolutely ignorant for anybody to say otherwise. Like, I understand that we can feel this way about black culture. White people get annoyed with black people seems like the overarching problem. Well, they annoy me when they do this. They well, annoy me when like, they do to that. To be honest, it's just people annoy you. Yeah, and they just happen to be black. 
you're describing <laughs> them in a way that would hurt their feelings. Yeah, you're you're attacking something about them that's surface level because all you know about the situation is surface level. Yeah. So what you are is an asshole who is annoyed by people who are having more fun than you maybe, who are hanging out with a big group of their friends, enjoying the way that they celebrate their culture and themselves. And that annoys you. And then you grow up and you teach your kid that, that that annoys them. And then that kid becomes a cop. And then that kid ends up kneeing a fucking black guy in the neck and killing him. Because in his head, these fucking people annoy me. That this is how systemic racism works, man. It is something as small as the idea that if you're a different fucking color, a different fucking race, you are a bad person. You are different than me, so I will exclude you. And that is the the most. How can you say that that I'm that's wrong? I, I can sit here and I try to rationalize against myself. I try to say, well, I, maybe I can see their point. I like to put myself in people's shoes. Put myself in the shoes of a racist. Why am I so mad at black people? Why am I so mad at Asian people? Why am I so mad at Mexican people? And I can never find a reason anything anything other than shallow. So, the only way. That it even, I, I relate it to movies, video games where like your whole village is slaughtered yeah. by the bad guys. Yeah. And you relate those bad guys. Yeah. But what happens in all those movies? Come to find out one of those people becomes your best friend. One of the people that you care about, your love of your life. Somebody yeah. that, something that like, but you hate though, that, that culture, that race. Yeah. For, for what 30 bad guys of one culture did to your race. That was just 30 bad terrible they're, men they're who good, happen to be one thing they're good people and they're bad people mm -hmm. and there are good days and bad people that everybody experience yeah and the fact that a lot of people don't have the ability to, to empathize and put themselves in anybody else's shoes other than going through the problems they're in yeah that's that's an issue but that's that's something that i think can be you can be enlightened you can be woke you know what point. fixes that court love like in the cheesiest fucking corniest way love love fixes that bro and I think the most terrible racists and the most evil people and the most terrible people were not loved properly at some point in their life and they did not receive love the way they felt they needed it. Or, or even more simply, they weren't taught to love. Exactly. And, and there's a lot of different ways you can be taught to love. It yeah. It's not going to, it's not one size, one, one shoe fits all. Yeah. You know? But I mean, I think you love by, you teach love by example. You love those around you and then they will learn to love. And well, you, you just you try to explain to my son how, what love is. Yeah. He wouldn't he wouldn't know it, but he knows that mom loves him dad loves him we yeah. give him hugs and kisses every day we yeah. tell him we love him he tells us it back that's a that showing the affection is why he knows what love is it's not yeah. because we we do anything with like this is the de definition of love right it'll be like all right memorize this but that is love because someday he'll look back and go this is what love should be it should be warm it should be tender it should be kind it should be caring and always accepting love love fixes 90% of our problems, when you look at these guys who commit atrocities against people based purely on race or religion, yeah, no uh, based purely upon race or religion, there is a massive, massive lack of love in their life. And I think that that leads us to exactly where we are today, where somebody like Trump, who, if you watch a documentary called, uh, a, it's, a, it's an episode under a documentary series called Dirty Money, and it talks about where Trump, quote unquote, made his millions. And a lot of it seems like he was always wanted attention from his father and never got it. And he was just a general disappointment to his dad. I don't know much about Mr. Biden's background, but when, think, just think, put yourself in Donald Trump's shoes. You're raised in a family by the biggest construction tycoon in New York City. Your dad built a quarter of the city. You come from a family of money 
you have high expectations being the son of this man. Uh, you're trying to, he's trying to build an empire for his family before his dad, the Trumps are nothing. Now one of them's in office. Okay, cool. You always trying to impress your father, but you never really reach the heights of your father. You get to the point where you're so broke, you start selling your own name onto buildings because that's the only way you can make money. You're not building the buildings. You know nothing about the construction companies or have any say in what the buildings look like, but you just pay there. But your name means something for some reason. So people let you put your last name on stuff. You find a random ass break by getting on a show called The Apprentice because two directors thought it was fucking a funny idea and the show was meant to be more like a fucking comedy. But you're fired. But 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 burned into the American people's hearts and minds, a whole generation of people. People as maybe five years younger than us up to, you know, the the boomer generation all saw Trump on TV, which Americans tend to believe anything they see on TV and any information they're handed on the internet. They saw this guy pretend to be a billionaire and a business and a businessman and a successful businessman at that. When in actuality, in reality, before that show, he was a very unsuccessful businessman. He opened up a casino that failed in a year, took way too some, many loans, took way too much money out. I thought there was an Alaskan strip club that he made a lot of money off of. I mean, maybe, maybe. I, there were some ventures where he did make money. That's okay. not a lie, but he's always lied and over embellished the amounts made and always borrowed and never paid back. Like that is, a, that is something that he's done for years. And that's another documentary you should watch on top of 13th is something that'll open your eyes is the one about his, uh, net, his son-in-law, Melania's husband. I can't think of his name. Um, and then him and it exposes where they really made their money. And like the, the guy the guy's not a successful businessman. I hate fucking hearing people say that. Like he's 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 a decent businessman at best who talks a lot of shit and has lucked himself into some random situations. Mm -hmm. But imagine, he's not a good businessman. Imagine if you had the capital to start a business. Yeah. I feel like you would be a good businessman. You would yeah. you you'd be successful. You'd probably grow. You'd yeah. probably expand. Um, if I had the capital, I feel like I definitely would not to say that you wouldn't. Really no, 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 definitely. Yeah, no, I feel, I feel like you do a great job, man. Yeah. I, I feel like you'd be a good business owner. You have a clear, you have a good head and a good, you know, like that's what it takes though, is being a level headed man with like no massive ego in your way that needs to be stroked all the time. And Trump has the worst quality of any businessman is this ego that needs to be stroked yeah. all the time. Dude. It's, it's really, it's really disheartening when you. So it's been really disheartening that when you see these two men talking, that's not talking, they're yeah. supposed to be representing the best of us. They are the elected leader of the free world. Yeah. And and they can't even hold the conversation. No. How how am I supposed to trust this person to go to you know the states or to go to like to different governors and speak well on behalf of the federal government to the state governments and accurately get across ideas and then have to go international and talk to our international allies and deal with NATO and 50% of our budget goes to the military. So he's going to have a lot to do with the military. I mean, he's commander in chief along yeah. with being POTUS. So this guy runs our military and he can't form full thoughts and he can't hold conversation. And I'm talking he, by the way, when I say he, I mean, both of them, they, they can't even keep a straight thought, man. They can't yeah. even hold conversations. Trump talks in this way, this way that I despise, where he says something like, I have all of the best friends. I have, they, they know a lot about everything. Uh, I got best friends from all over the world. I mean, I got one from London. I got one from France. You know, all those other countries. I have one from there. And they know a lot about things. And they're the smartest when it comes to those things. 
And so I, I just, I just know, I just know, I just have the facts. Like, what is that? What is that? I, I can also email people in other countries. I have Instagram. Hey, where you, he's following me. He, he, he said on all of his uh, Twitter followers are his friends. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like he, he called, he, he said there were many democratic governors without ever giving a name, without ever saying a state. There were many de democratic governors, a lot of democratic governors who called me and said, thank you for handling it the way you did. Thank you. Thank you. Even your Democrats love me, Joe. Like said shit like that, like give a name, give a state. He said, oh, my, my super, my, uh, my, my Supreme Court nominee, she's loved by Democrats. There's a, dem you know, she's loved by academics and Democrats all alike. And there's academics who will vouch for her. There's one in Notre Dame and other cities and the one in Notre Dame will say, and I was like, Notre Dame. And other well, city, you know, and, and, and to be fair, when you're arguing, you're usually not making clear, full thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And, and especially like they're nervous. They're humans. They're, they're yeah. going to have some nerve, but like, you're the best of us. Take a breath. Yeah. Think then speak. That's what I tell my four-year-old. Yeah. And they couldn't do it. He could, he, he talks faster than his mind can even begin to think. So he starts saying these things that are ridiculous and childish and make no sense he has a serious enough ego for the moderator of the presidential debate to just keep trying and keep talking over him he gave he was relentless dude is loud as shit when mr wallace is yelling at him mr president mr president mr president please mr president mr president please this man is being as absolutely polite as he can be and he's got this guy just going nuts and, and then what does he say he goes mr trump you you've just like you keep cutting me off and he goes well joe does it too jo joe did it too i was like did you really just say well he does it too and he did that little like, yeah <laughs> he does it like oh well go fuck. to timeout yeah and, and we'll like, talk to you you get no dinner tonight yeah like fuck man i and saw a picture with kids faces i know it looks chris so showed good. me that yeah. shit this morning and it oh, made me laugh oh, my ass man. off the, what was that what 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 were the powers that be trying to dangle in front of us what I don't understand. You had had a thought a second ago because I got another tangent I'll go into. But um, I'm not sure where, where I was at with that. I was just thinking, you know, look back at the the history of the United States and like the forethought of like the the people that put this in place to be a democracy. Yeah. And like how much like smart and and thought like like you're thinking years into the future yeah, how this is planned. And, and and then imagine they were watching what we saw last night and the disappointment that like you'd see and then add in a couple like all the presidents watching plus all the ones that could have been presidents that were worthy you know or I'm sure there were many you know yeah. great men that 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 the president should be the smartest man in the room he I, should be or if not the most rational man in the room yeah there's got to be a level of all that because for me and the way I've been as I get older. I'm never going to be the the smartest in certain sciences yeah. or certain areas. And depending on the who's in the room, I might not be the smartest person of anything. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that I can't lead that group of people. I just no. have to speak to them in a way that resonates within them. And yeah. I can lead them. We can put them all on the same page. We can find a common goal. Yeah. And I think that that's that's something that like wasn't even spoke to at all. Is like, what is our common goal as America? Yeah. What puts us all together? Nothing. They're just trying to divide us. Which is going to lead me to say what I the most sinister thought I had all day was like, I think everybody knows a little bit about Jeff Epstein's murder. 
I will not call that a suicide because they killed him in front of us to show off that we can kill him. You can run it on the media and we're still going to get away with it. They waved it right in front of America. And I have, I have a feeling in my heart for some reason that the powers that did that did the exact same thing last night by waving it in front of America that no matter who you elect, no matter what dumbass we put up here, you have to pick one and we're still going to control it. And guess what? They have, we have the electoral college to make sure we get the one we wanted anyway. So because yeah, we own the senators and we own the congressmen and we're going to because they've been there for forty seven years. And if, yeah. if, if, what kind of people do you have for forty seven? Well, they got something on them. They've lived the yeah. life. Their kids did was, something. Was, they're, they're, this did something. Their husband cheated, yeah. is a cheater. They're not the perfect American that they got elected to be, yeah. or you know thought of as that time. And now it's like, oh, what, well, what if it's, uh, I, it's what just, if what if it's the sex ring people versus the hardcore evangelicals? What if there's two major factions warring over America? What if it's the same guys that, you you know what I mean? Like, what's really going on behind the scenes? What is what? Who are the people that invest all of their money into the Democratic and Republican Party for what reason? And big for, pharma, big tobacco, yeah, big uh, oil, big oil, big big, uh, big green is a new one now too. Air, the, the fucking like, like all those these things that are getting bailed out. Yeah, banks. Yeah. Like those got, they just hold the money. They're like, well, if you do this, we'll do this and yeah. we'll do this. And then, you know, it's just like one thing after the next. And then they just, now there's, you know, several large companies that yeah. can, but now it's like, aren't there more companies? Aren't we smarter? Like we could just delete tobacco. Like we could honestly, as like humans, we should be like, ah, man, this is not good for us. We yeah. are going to die a painful death. Yeah. But I mean, you, we got to choose for us. It's yeah. got to be something that each individual does and they don't smoke. And then they, big tobacco doesn't exist anymore. See, the problem with that is that you start walking down. It's really easy to become fascist in, in the scariest way, right? When you start the, what, what separates America Maybe from the rest of the world, what actually does make us most truly beautiful is that we don't have the right to tell anyone what to do. Whenever you want, I know the ma the well, mask thing. Just to be clear, I wasn't saying we should make it illegal. No, no, no. But if everybody that smokes and we stop, and then nobody else becomes smokers, yeah, there's no money for tobacco. Right. I mean, but that's the same thing about plastic, right, and recycling. And yeah. it's like we're be because they're so heavily ingrained into. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're different. You did say that differently than I interpreted it. I was interpreting it like you were saying we make this shit illegal. No, because I definitely think people aren't smart enough to make their own decisions and they need to be I think in certain not, areas not all people. Let's yeah. not be real. But there's a large group of people where I'm like, yeah, that's why we have the uh the the, the, co the college, the, the electoral, electoral college. Electoral college. Because yeah. because like I would not be happy if a celebrity like a pure celebrity, yeah. like non-business related celebrity. Now I know at some point Kanye West has a business and da 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 da, and who else? And da, dude, a celebrity did get elected. I know. I so oh. I said I said that's why I said something to somebody like they they Trump was a celebrity. He the only thing the only claim to fame he had was his father's name, which he turned into his own name through a television show. People don't realize that the. The power that has Arnold Schwarzenegger got elected in California because a lot of people like the Terminator movies. If you want to tell me any fucking different, um, I, I I'm not gonna. He's not the only one. There is the uh, governor of Minnesota. Oh, there's uh, a gentleman by the name of uh, Jesse the Body Ronald Ventura, Reagan. I want to say, oh, really? Yeah. WWE. Yeah, he was a wrestler and then he went there. Yeah, damn. there was another. But then, to be fair, Kane. 
you know who Kane is? No. Red Mask, he's like the, the brother of the Undertaker. Oh, okay. He is a governor, and if you hear him speak, um, I actually bought his book on, on the Audible. Oh, okay. Because I thought, wow, this guy's got more to offer. I've seen him in a mask and yeah. represent this character for 10 years, 15 years. And like, that's all he was, but that's never, he got like, kind of like blessed in that sense where he kind of it worked out. He I stuck with it, but then that's not what he ever really wanted to do. And that, like that yeah. being his end goal in politics, he's like, I can make a, a real change now. Well, he used his powers for good, I guess. But in, in, in any sense, I mean, he sounded good. He sounded, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He's obviously a politician. And, so and that's the first thing that came to my mind. He's like, oh, he's, he knows how to talk now. Like, Well, that. maybe years of being scripted and on TV fucking helped out oh, too. Yeah. I mean, you they, know what the I mean? character's real bizarre though. Like for yeah. half of it, he couldn't talk. And then he had like a little thing. He's like, I am gay. I didn't bizarre. watch enough WWE growing up. Like all I, I just remember like Rafiki, Mr. Sacco, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock. You know, like so that's like as those characters were beginning to be the most popular, yeah. that's when I exited. Okay. So I started when I was like six. See, for me that was like, like seven, Shawn Michaels, six or seven. Like I knew him when he was a tag team champion with Marty Jannetty and that this is going super. Yeah, yeah. Oh direction. damn, dude, I don't so know. When he kicked when he switched in music to uh, Marty Jannetty through the barber the beefcake. Dude, I have not. You're speaking Chinese. Yeah, right dude, now, bro. Like, so That's like funny. I know all of it. I can go. I didn't know you dug wrestling like that. Bro. Yeah, but once it got to this era of like way too much talking. Not enough wrestling. I was like, I'm out. Yeah, Mike job. I can't stay up any later on Monday nights. <laughs> yeah, that's what I. Uh, that's what I remember growing up with. So but, I must have come into it. A few, but, anyways, but yeah. there's there's there are celebrities that could be good for certain regions areas that like if they're elected they could do positive stuff. But I couldn't ever really trust a celebrity because let me ask you something. Why do you get into acting? Why do you get into wanting to be famous? Because you're stroking your what? I mean. Outside of the, the, the money, it's the fame. It's the ego. Fame is ego. Wanting yeah. to be noticed by people, wanting to see it, wanting to feel it, wanting yeah. to be filmed. I've boring. always rather been rich than famous. It's every day of the week because you don't have that kind of ego. Rich, I can, I can do stuff with the ego, people I care right? about you know? and, and enjoy life in a way that I don't, you know, I have to work hard. I have to yeah. work. That's, I'm not, not complaining about it, but like if I was rich, it would be different. But I don't need to be famous. There's no. no part of me that's like, oh, man, I can't wait till I get famous. I don't have a, a Twitter. Or a, no. A, I mean, I have it, I guess. But no, I, I just I've never wanted to be like, OK, we're doing a podcast right now. Why are we doing a podcast? Not, I don't even ever think we thought about being super famous. I think we just want we were like, dude, we have really good conversations. Yeah. We should like record them maybe. Yeah, and if people want to listen to it, cool. If we get 100 followers ever, that's a hundred more people I than I've ever thought we would get. Yeah, like, I mean, wow, dude, I really thought this was just going to be every once in a while our friends are going to listen to it and say, oh, that's And cool. that, that being said, feel free to like, subscribe, <laughs> uh, leave a comment. It's fucking joking. You know, leave us a review because we're going to read those and they'll, they'll, yeah. they'll actually resonate with us. So yeah. if you think we're, we're good or bad, it'll it'll be nice to, to get some feedback. Yeah. But back back on the note, back on what we were talking about, I'm a little stoned. So, yeah, we're, uh, well, we're... With the politics, yeah. we're gonna have a decision coming up here in November, and it's gonna be. I'm 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 100 undecided. I am st- I'm disappointed. I've I've talked about it all day. I talked I've talked about it since six in the morning since I've woken up with like three people whose opinions I value, and and it's just disappointing. It's un-American. It makes me feel stupid. Well, the sad thing is, is it, is it really un-American? 
what's going on? No, just that, just the debate in general. Like, I feel like that's that's American. That's American. Yeah, but what's being showboated in front of us is well, un-American. It's a distraction to what's really going on. Yeah, and I would guess to say that out of thirty to forty year olds, twenty eight to forty two year olds. It was probably the lar- the most watched from that group. Yeah, or in our lifetime. I don't. Chris said it too. He's like, I don't ever think I've ever watched a debate before, and I watched that, and he goes, I wish I didn't. Like, I wish I would have watched more, so I would have had a better. Because I've seen other debates, but I never tuned in for the whole thing like this. I did not see the sixth round, and to call it the sixth round, by the way, so I started doing this because I, we turned it on about nine minutes before it came on. Okay, and Brittany left the room. And so I had to sit there for nine minutes and listen to seven people or five anchors on CNN talk about it like it was a football game. And they, it was the, it was the crazy. Right, right. Who do you think's going to win tonight? Yeah, yeah, they were like, so look, who, you agree, who's going to take him in the first? Who do you think's yeah. coming in in the second? Yeah. He's like, do you think Joe Biden's going to come in hard and attack? Or do you think he's going to take more of a lax thing and let Trump take over? And I was like, you're talking about good offense and good defense right now. Like yeah. you're talking about what line is this man going to run? Like, where like yeah. what, what plays are being what called? plays are going to be what called? formations what are we doing here? <laughs> Dude, the way they started saying it i was like are, this this shouldn't sound like sports this shouldn't sound like and i get that you're commentating and i guess that's kind of what sports casters do but the way they had made it sound was like it was going to be a boxing well, fight how many people watch sports sports casting shows and how many people watch the real news right the people that are watching the news are already watching this regardless of what they're saying yeah if they talk to the sports groups in a way that Makes more Speaks sense to, to the to the this new group of people watching. <laughs> they get more views. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. So that's maybe right. it's just a a mindset, and maybe they're younger people in those newsrooms because they can't get into the Senate. Yeah. They can't get in there because the people have been in there for 40, 50 years. Yeah. So maybe they had to go work as I don't know how that even shitty political like, like out of all the good things that they did with the uh, the Constitution and everything and making all these like checks and balances, they forgot Congress. They just like completely. Neglect. So one, they didn't see Manifest Destiny going as well as it did. Straight up. I mean, at that time, they were like, we got to worry about the French. We got got the Spanish coming at us. We got the French coming at us. We just beat the English. How do we team up with the French to fight the Native Americans? How do do we fight? Like, And then like, so you got, they had to break through all of the Native Americans on the East Coast to find out that the most terrifying ones lived in the plains. And that these people have been mastering horses for 200 years and they came in fucking hot. I mean, I dude, I love yeah. the Comanche Indians, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm living, I'm listening to this audio book, and it's just got me riled the fuck up. But it, it we were so, it, like, we were so ill prepared. The Congress and the the, the the I'm sorry, the Congress, the Constitution was ill prepared to handle the growth and expansion at which we did, and it Whoa. took a, it took like eighty or ninety years for people to realize that technology boom really helped that. Yeah, with having a railroad. Oh, the, for, industri- yeah, yeah, the, the industrial, industrial revolution. revolution. That's, what I, yeah, that's yeah. what I meant to say. And the industrial, because that like sped things up in a way that like you hadn't seen in, in the history that, that well, they Well, capitalism knew. became alive. They saw that like capitalism and mass production were these possible things. Ford invents the assembly line. It changes the world. You know, like yeah. in, in under 20 years, it changed the world and the way humans made things and the way we like like mass produced everything. Well, and think about like that type of stuff, but if we would have had a different technology, not a different but like spent time finding different ways rather than just burning fossil oh, fuels yeah. and yeah. like instead of we're doing it this way, but if we would have just like done it yeah, like maybe that prehistory 
civilization did it differently. Exactly. And that's why we don't that's have the, the remains. They didn't steal all our fossil fuel. Yeah. And maybe time brought it back to us, and that's what the Earth does. But the, the, being able to go from New York to California in a few days changed the world. Changed the world because now it's like, well, it used to take people. Not only we're going to go there, but we're going to stop along the whole way. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to put babies everywhere. We're yeah. Gonna have houses and, and well, cause, animals. Cause and like once you have, and... once you have trains, you have train stops. Once you have train stops, you have to have people to work the train stops. So you need infrastructure to have infrastructure. You need a uh, constitution. So you need to have a local city charter and to have a local city charter, you're going to have to have a council of people who look over it and to have a council. You're going to have to have a leader inside of that council. And to have all of those things, you're going to need to have workers and builders who can build these people's houses while they're doing that. And people who have to feed the workers and builders. And then people have to transport the food to the workers and the builders. And then the people to grow the food. So, like, you need infrastructure. And that was built throughout the entire country. But they kept building it on this old model. And even the founding father said, this thing needs to be revised every couple of, like, every 20 years or something yeah, like that. Like, I mean, they were like, this is, this, is the, this is the Constitution as we made it. For thirteen so when colonies, they, when they when they sentence someone to life, it's about twenty five to life, right? So, right. So we'll say forty years. Yeah. So once a lifetime, it should be revised. Would that I make would say, sense? Yeah, I would say that's. I mean, good. every forty years, and, fifty and years. People got more sick back then, man. So like, they didn't have to worry about a lot of the same problems, man. Somebody, that sun went down. I got real chilly. That's Michigan. Here, yeah. Um, so somebody was, I think, twenty three, a lawyer out of Pennsylvania, if I remember correctly, signed on the declaration. He yeah. died three years later. Yeah. So he's 26, I think, and then died at 29. So, like, yeah. I mean, that's that's their lifespan. That's, yeah. And that I mean, wasn't so uncommon either. The reason the president had to be 35 is because all of the older, more wise people in their culture were 40 to 50. You know what I mean? And then you hit 50 and you start deteriorating because you've worked a long, hard life. Every day's work. To, to be fair, the older I get, the fair. more the, – the, uh, the 35 mark seems more legit. When yeah. I was 21, I thought it was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I know enough right now. Yeah. Thought the same thing all through my 20s. And then yeah. now that I'm sitting back and, and being more of a uh, a watcher than a uh, doer, yeah. not, not in all things, but no, you know. But you, you, what you're talking about is patience. Yeah. <laughs> you yes. become patient. Yeah. But exactly. <laughs> like an abundance of patience. So at 35, you, I think you do have the abilities and the right 35-year-old can do it. And you're starting to see this type of stuff happen in um, sports, coaching, yeah. where the, some of these younger guys are finally getting the crack. And yeah. I like to see them be successful because that ushers in a new way. It's oh, raining. we got to just move in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Usher in our new way of, uh, of thinking because there's a group of people out there that have been taught and we have learned on technology, video games. Yeah, like, but we can relate that to being better at other things. Yeah, I mean, you, you know that if you play a video game, the first five times you lo load into the map, you're probably gonna die. I'd speed in a bit more, bro. Uh, the first five times you load in, you're gonna die. But on the sixth time, if you didn't figure that shit out, you you're fucking up. Like you have the, what we have is the ability to trial and error a lot more things a lot more quickly, and that's where you know, and you can trial and error something. And I can literally watch you do that. Yeah. I don't have to do the same trial and, you, and error. You learn from my mistakes. Now on the second time you beat it yeah. because you watched me die the first six times and then figure it out on the seventh. Now you know the trick. Now you see it. And that's how information is spread, man. Damn, it's fucking true. And we, we made a joke the other day where it was like, uh, I don't want to waste time so I can waste time. Exactly. Because we have way more free time nowadays than we did in the past. Yeah. In the past, you had to milk the cow. You had to get up early. You yeah. Better, you better get to sleep. Yeah. You, you gotta, know, oh, you gotta feed your horse. You gotta feed yourself. You gotta feed your kids. You gotta, 
move from city to city. Uh, we should probably wrap up. Yeah, I'm thinking, and we're, we're also coming to time too. We're coming to time, so uh, before it gets uh, too loud and the storm <laughs> comes and sweeps us away. Yeah, it just uh, started raining real hard. That's probably gonna look cool if we watch it on the video. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. Like it went from like decently nice to now they can't hear us. And I know it's getting sleepy. They're like, why are they screaming? <laughs> we hear you just fine. <laughs> well, uh, um, I know so, it was a heavy episode, but we wanted to get some of these things out there because um, it is a touchy subject. Like the last uh, podcast with the religion, it's just one of those things that. I want to be able to talk to my peers about it openly because if we can't discuss it, nothing's going to change. I, I think on the last note is that what we do here with the podcast and what Joe Rogan does with his podcast and a lot of and and all the podcasters that follow him is you open the discussion for long format conversation. This is one hundred percent in our modern age with the way technology is available. The the reason why we do the debates they get two minutes each and eleven minutes after that to talk about the most complex topics. In America, we had 57 minutes to talk about one topic, and we got to through that conversation hear each other's ideas, form new ideas from our ideas, grow closer as friends, and understand more about how each other thinks. Yeah, even enemies can become friends after smoking a little weed and talking about how they really feel about a subject and seeing it from the other person's point of view. You could you could put anybody in a room with another person, and by the end of a uh, 10 hours yeah they should at least have one thing that is in common that they yeah. can start to build a friendship off of yeah and that's what i was i was preaching to, to to my girlfriend the other day if 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 you need to start off by looking for something you need out of somebody yeah then find it maybe you need to be made laugh find something that makes you laugh yeah build a friendship around that yeah use them for that laughter yeah and then let that and they'll use you for something too yeah and you have to be willing to give right and that's and that's a big thing too man but I know we're, we're drearing off here at the end. I just think that long format conversation can really help solve a lot of these issues. If you sat down the leaders of different groups and you put them on camera in front of the American people to share the, their the genuine button. ideas and opinions with a mute button maybe or a moderator and you have to be willing to let the other person talk. But you, you have to be able to share your ideas like this. This is the only way humans share their ideas. It was the way America was built in a tavern, over a beer, over a joint, over some tobacco. And they over, talked about probably it. Probably way more than that. Yeah, probably way more than that. And they talked about it, man. They talked from their heart. They talked honestly and openly. And that's why I love what we do. And I have always loved our conversations. Yeah, and yeah. I, think they'll save, I think they'll save the world if we can get our politicians into this kind of format. They should. They should be in this format. Yeah. I want to hear Nancy Pelosi and, and Mitch McConnell sit down, talk for an hour and try and do it and really see how it goes. See if you can grow. See if the Republicans and the Democrats, we have way more in common than they want us to think. They're dividing us on purpose. Yeah, because it's easier when you're divided. It is, man. And on and on that, just don't stay divided. Any of our friends there's who are always, watching this or yeah. followers. Like, just, uh, just know there's always something that will tie us. Don't make it an alien invasion for us to realize that we're all one species. Together. Yeah, man. That we share this planet and that love can fucking conquer all of it, man. So thanks for listening. Hopefully uh, um, we're going to get a schedule booked down and, and it'll be maybe Wednesdays from now on. I like, or... I like Wednesdays and now that we know we can use the garage, we'll probably get the basement back in January, I'm assuming. Yeah, so um, sometime you might have some, some 
shivering uh, podcast. Yeah. Oh, on. yeah. We're going to have some winter podcasts. We're yeah. going to have what well, we can do it in the backyard, too, with the fire. Okay. That'd okay. be cool. And I know we definitely want to start bringing on some guests. We have some people in mind that uh, we can start discussing some. Uh, yeah, we've definitely said it a few times now, so I think we need to hold ourselves accountable to yeah, it. Yeah. At the same time, it's hard to get people to come out in COVID. And yeah. And we got new schedules, too. And, yeah, so. and a lot of the people we want to interview are 45 to an hour drives away. So, you know. It'll take time, but we're going to get it going. If not, you're just always going to hear from us. BSN. Yeah, we'll be here once a week. That's for sure. So we got to get you another one next week. Next week. Yeah. Sorry we missed a week too and then came super late. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye.